This is First News on News Radio 1290 WNBF Binghamton and WNBF.com. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning, 604, 56 degrees in Binghamton. We have clear sailing downtown. However, some parts of the listening area are clocking in with some dense fog. So be aware of that. Some of the problem areas up around Norwich. So if you're doing some early morning traveling, be aware you could run into some reduced visibility until about mid-morning. Otherwise, beautiful day today, mostly sunny and a high in the low 80s right now. Our dew point well in the comfortable a region of about 55 degrees. A boil water order is in effect for some portions of the city of Binghamton and the town of Dickinson due to a water main break on the west side of Binghamton yesterday. City officials say the break on Thomas Street was discovered in the morning. Repairs were made due to concerns about potential of bacterial intrusion into the system. The city of Binghamton, town of Dickinson, and Broome County Health Department issued a boil water order for an area around the Binghamton-Dickinson line. Residents and businesses in the impacted neighborhoods are advised to bring all water to a boil and let it boil for a minute. Then let it cool before using. Bottled water certified by the New York State Department of Health can also be used. Boiled or bottled water should be used for drinking, making ice, brushing teeth, washing dishes, and food preparation until further notice. Officials say residents will be informed when the bacteriological results, test results, show there are no harmful bacteria present and you'll no longer need to boil your water. For more information, residents can contact the City of Binghamton, Town of Dickinson, or the Broome County Health Department at 607-778-2887. We have a complete list of all those streets in Binghamton and the Town of Dickinson that are affected right on our website, WMBF.com. WMBF First News Time 606. One Binghamton man is headed to prison on drug charges while another sentenced this week is being placed on probation. The Broome County District Attorney's Office says 28-year-old Joseph Santee has been sentenced to three years in New York State Prison after being arrested on June 18th of last year during a search of a Schubert Street apartment where Santee had various narcotic pills as well as methamphetamine and fentanyl that he was planning to sell. Santee pleaded guilty to felony criminal possession of a controlled substance. In addition to the prison time, Santee was sentenced to two years post-release supervision. The case against Santee only involves the Schubert Street bust. This past January, Broome County Sheriff's Corrections officials say Santee was found to have heroin, suboxone, and other narcotics in his possession when he was being booked into the county jail on a warrant. He was charged with felony promoting prison contraband and drug possession in that incident. Meanwhile, 44-year-old Demetrius Drummond, who was arrested on June 24, 2020, then arrested again a year later for drug possession, is avoiding jail time and instead is on five years probation following his guilty plea to one felony count of drug possession. A raid at Drummond's home on Tremont Avenue in 2020 turned up crack cocaine and fentanyl. In addition to four felony counts of criminal possession of a controlled substance, Drummond was also charged with three misdemeanor counts of criminally using drug paraphernalia. In June of 2021, Drummond was arrested again and charged with criminal possession of a controlled substance. In addition to the probation, Drummond has been ordered to forfeit $1,808. WMBF First News Time 607. A fully accessible playground and boat launch is now open, ready for business at a popular northern Broome County Park. County officials yesterday officially opened Dorchester Park's new facilities in Whitney Point that can be enjoyed 
by people with other abilities and challenges. In addition to the accessible playground, the park now features an Americans with Disabilities Act kayak launch and a beach wheelchair that's available for residents to make Whitney Point Lake more accessible for people who previously may have been struggling to enjoy everything the park has to offer. There are expectations the fairly rare accommodations will not only serve Broome County residents, but visitors from outside the area. In opening the playground and boat launch, Broome County Executive Jason Garner said, quote, visitors from all across Broome County and even in other counties come to this park to boat, swim, and fish and play here. In 2019, Broome County Departments of Planning, Public Works, and Parks, Recreation, and Youth worked together to develop the Broome County Parks Plan. As part of the public input, planners heard wishes that facilities could be more accessible and age-friendly. The project has been funded through a New York State grant. Well, speaking of boating, New York environmental officials are reminding residents and visitors to waterways across the state to be careful not to spread aquatic animals and plants that damage local ecosystems and threaten indigenous flora and fauna. If you use a boat on New York waterways, there are some things to keep in mind and perform to keep things like zebra mussels at bay. The DEC outlined six steps. Check, clean, drain, dry, disinfect, and visit your local boat steward. Each step is described in detail on the New York State DEC website, which we have a link on our website, WMBF.com. It's 609, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. Here's a Galt Auto Studios. This is WNBF News Radio AM 1290. Also available at 92.1 FM. Save in a big way at Galt Chevrolet. Good morning on this Thursday, July 7th. It's 610 here at WMBF. Time for traffic and weather. New York State Department of Transportation put out a travel advisory of overnight lane closures on State Route 17 westbound in the town of Union in Broome County. The New York State Department of Transportation is advising motorists that State Route 17 westbound between exits 70 and 69 in the town of Union will be reduced to a single lane for pothole repair from 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. this Sunday through Tuesday, July 12th. Department of Transportation also put out a notice that there should be possible minor delays on New York State Route 201 in Johnson City due to single-lane nighttime closures in both directions from Riverside Drive to State Route 17 for bridge work from 8 p.m. to 7 a.m. running from last night, Wednesday night, through Thursday, July 14th. So if you're on your way to work this morning, taking 201, give yourself a little extra time to get there. Then time for the National Weather Service forecast for Binghamton. Right now about 57 degrees. Humidity is 96%. Patchy fog before 8 a.m., otherwise mostly sunny with a high near 81 degrees. Tonight mostly cloudy with a low around 63. Tomorrow a slight chance of showers after 1 p.m., mostly sunny with a high near 83 chance of rain is 20 percent and friday night partly cloudy with a low around 58 degrees saturday and sunday should be very nice here in binghamton sunny with a high near 79 degrees on saturday saturday night mostly clear with a low around 52 and sunday sunny with a high near 80 degrees for sunday night mostly clear with a low around 55 you're listening to wmbf i'm james kelly stock market 
6.15 here at WMBF. Time for sports. Big night for New York baseball last night. Big night especially for the Yankees. Feels like they got out of a little bit of an offensive slump that they've been in for about a week or so. Aaron Judge and Aaron Hicks both hit grand slams as the New York Yankees drilled the Pittsburgh Pirates 16 to nothing. Judge became the first Yankees player to hit 30 home runs before the All-Star break twice when he turned on a pitch from reliever Manny Banuelos in the eighth and sent it screaming into left field for his third career grand slam. Hicks followed in the ninth with a grand slam of his own. Giancarlo Stanton, Josh Donaldson, Joey Gallo, and Kyle Higashioka also homered for New York as the Yankees collected a season-high 22 hits. Luis Severino scattered four hits over six innings to earn his first victory in over a month. Definitely much needed for the Yankees. Aaron Judge quietly had been in a little bit of a slump for the Yankees over the last three weeks or so. An above average or an below average OPS plus for him. Only 86 in the previous 21 games. For the Mets, Brandon Nimmo's three-run homer capped a five-run tenth inning. And the New York Mets came from behind late to beat the Cincinnati Reds 8-3. Starling Marte grounded into an RBI double over third base off Hunter Strickland with one out in the ninth, scoring Nimmo from first to tie the game at three. Dominic Smith's double off Dari Moretta drove home pinch runner Ender Inciarte from second base with the go-ahead run in the tenth. James McCann delivered an RBI single before Nimmo went deep. Pete Alonso went four for five with a double and Nimmo had three hits and scored three times from the leadoff spot as New York remained two and a half games ahead of the second place Atlanta Braves. Nick Senzel hit a two-run homer for the last place Reds. Rough season for the Cincinnati Reds. Rough season for the Binghamton Rumble Ponies as well. Once again, they found themselves on the wrong end of a laugher. They lost 12-5 to to the Portland Sea Dogs last night. Got a home run from Wyatt Young. Beyond that, Brett Beatty with an RBI. Ritter also had two RBIs. So, Binghamton Rumble Ponies going through a little bit of a rough stretch with the pitching. I feel like every day I look at the score, it's double digits for the other team. It's not ideal. It's not ideal at all. Rumble Ponies will be back in action later tonight at 635 against Portland at home at Marabito Stadium. If you can't make it to the game in person, you can listen to the game here on WMBF. Pre-game starting at 620 with Jacob Wilkins. Another news, Baker Mayfield was traded to the Carolina Panthers for a conditional 2024 pick. Depending on Baker Mayfield's playing time, it could be a fourth or fifth round pick. I've never understood NFL draft trades. It's always crazy to me that sometimes you'll just have a a superstar player. Not that Baker Mayfield's a superstar. But sometimes you'll have a superstar player and saying, well, I don't know if we can trade this guy. We might have to cut him. But then Baker Mayfield, you can just get a fifth-round pick for. And everyone says, okay, that's fine. That'll do for Baker Mayfield. It's rough for him. In the wake of the Deshaun Watson stuff, too, Cleveland Browns might have Jacoby Brissett at quarterback to start the season. Definitely not ideal if you're Cleveland. If you're a Cleveland fan, I don't know if this is an area with many Cleveland fans. Cleveland's not too far away. Wouldn't be ideal. 619 here on WMBF. You're in. And now it's time for some Wall Street news with Jim Ryan. 
From ABC News, Wall Street Now. Investors have sounded a cautious note approaching the noon hour. Late in the morning, the Dow Jones had surrendered 69 points, about a quarter percent. A similar percentage loss for the S&P. The Nasdaq Composite was down 0.2 percent. Job openings fell sharply in May, but still outnumbered people looking for work by almost two to one. The Labor Department counted 11 and a quarter million open positions in May. You've heard the conventional wisdom that a car loses half its value when you drive it off the lot. Well, as EV production struggles to meet demand, the Los Angeles Times says some Tesla drivers are flipping their low-mileage cars for thousands more than they paid. Filling the gas tank, by the way, got a little less expensive in the past week. Gas Buddy says the average price of regular unleaded gasoline fell 10.5 cents to 4.78 a gallon. Diesel dropped 6.3 cents down to 5.72 a gallon. Jim Ryan, ABC News. Gas prices may be on the way down. It's good news for me. I've been holding off refilling my car. I'm lucky. I don't really have to drive too much to get to and from work. Uh, Only a few miles from my apartment to the studio here. So I think I've gone, I don't know, roughly two and a half weeks without actually having to fill my tank. And now I'm just watching the price go down and down and down. I just keep holding off, see how low it can go before I actually run out of gas fully. And now it's time for A Better Life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. A Better Life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Scientists say they've reached a consensus about the ideal amount of sleep people should get every night in middle and old age. Seven hours. Not much more, not much less. Think of it, they say, as the Goldilocks amount. Now, this was a big study. More than 500,000 people in the U.K., Researchers found significantly more or less sleep was associated with a reduced ability to pay attention, to remember and learn new things, to solve problems and make decisions. That sweet spot of seven hours was also linked with better mental health, with people experiencing more symptoms of anxiety and depression and worse overall well-being if they reported sleeping too much or too little. And when it comes to sleep, it's not just the amount that's important, but the quality you need to get through each of the four stages of sleep a few times every night in order to wake up feeling refreshed. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, helping you live a better life. Aid for by Christian Care Ministry. Let's see, if something costs less, but people are happier with it, that sounds like something to look into, and that's MediShare. Maybe you've heard switching to MediShare to pay for health care can save the typical family 500 bucks a month, and that's huge. But it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch, too. The customer satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. MediShare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century, and members have shared more than $3 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So, yeah, you can save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want to plan you're happy with, you can call right now and get a price within two minutes a very very smart use of two minutes here's the number you need 855-51-BIBLE that's 855-51-BIBLE 855-51-BIBLE and time for another trek on traffic and weather All right now possible minor delays on new york state route 201 in johnson city due to single lane nighttime closures in both directions from Riverside Drive to State Route 17 for bridge work. 
That runs from 8 p.m. to 7 a.m. Started last night, and it's going to run through next Thursday, July 14th. So if you're on your way to work over 201, give yourself a little extra time to get there this morning. Department of Transportation is also advising motorists that State Route 17 westbound between exits 70 and 69 in the town of Union will be reduced to a single lane for pothole repair from 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. from Sunday, July 10th through Tuesday, July 12th. And motorists are also reminded that fines are doubled for speeding in a work zone. Just keep it to a cool 55. National Weather Service forecast for Binghamton right now. It's about 57 degrees. Humidity is 96%. It's quite high. It doesn't work for me. Today, patchy fog before 8 a.m., otherwise mostly sunny with a high near 81 degrees. Tonight, mostly cloudy with a low around 63. Tomorrow, slight chance of showers after 1 p.m., but mostly sunny with a high near 83 degrees. Chance of rain is 20%. And tomorrow night, partly cloudy with a low around 58 degrees. Shaping up to be a beautiful weekend here in Binghamton. Saturday is going to be sunny with a high near 79. Saturday night, mostly clear with a low around 52 degrees. And Sunday, sunny with a high near 80 degrees. Sunday night, mostly clear with a low around 55. You're listening to WMBF. I'm James Kelly, 625. Six twenty nine here at WMBF, and now it's time for an ABC Entertainment update. ABC Entertainment News. British pop icon Kate Bush is still enjoying a global resurgence in popularity after her 1985 hit Running Up That Hill was featured in season four of Stranger Things. Could Metallica be next? The band's 1986 thrash metal classic Master of Puppets is also featured in a pivotal Stranger Things scene, something the band writes left them feeling, quote, beyond psyched. You can watch the episode now on Netflix. That's how we did it in the 90s, son! 28 years after the original cult classic comedy, writer-director Kevin Smith's back with the second sequel to Clerks. The trailer just dropped, featuring the OG cast plus an armload of celebrity cameos. Clerks 3 will hit theaters two nights only in September. Fight or we die. While you're at it, check out Viola Davis as a warrior chief on the first trailer for The Woman King. That one debuts September 16th. And Ringo stars 82 Thursday. I'm Christopher Watson, ABC News. This is WNBS First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It's 56 degrees at 631. The forecast for today starting off with some very patchy fog. Scattered around the region, there is some reports of some problems up north, the Norwich Way. Otherwise, mostly sunny today and a high in the lower 80s. Former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin is about to learn his sentence for a federal civil rights violations in the killing of George Floyd. A plea deal is in place. It would likely extend his time behind bars while shifting him to possibly more favorable conditions in a federal prison. It calls for 20 to 25 years in prison, but the final decision is up to U.S. District Judge Paul McGunson on Thursday today. British media reporting Prime Minister Boris Johnson is finally stepping aside, following a lot of pressure over several weeks. 
The golden boy with the gift of gab did something no one else seemed capable of, striking a Brexit deal with the EU. That, his major accomplishment. But numerous scandals also plagued him. So-called party gate, drink gatherings during the time of lockdowns in the country, and allegations he misled Parliament. And recent revelations that Johnson knew about sexual misconduct allegations against a lawmaker before he promoted the man to a senior position in his government. All events questioned his integrity. If he were a cat with nine lives, he's used them all up one after another. Tom Rivers, ABC News, London. And today we're hearing more about a two-year-old boy whose parents were shot and killed in Monday's mass shooting at a 4th of July parade in Highland Park, Illinois. As the shots were heard here, Lauren Silva immediately saw people go down, bodies all around. Her boyfriend and his son began trying to save a man who turned out to be Kevin McCarthy. Under that man, they found two-year-old Aiden shielded by his dad. That's when they noticed Aiden underneath him. They pulled out Aiden covered in his dad's blood. Lauren took Aiden to a parking garage. Aiden's mom and dad both died here. He just kept saying, is mom and dad okay? But they were not. Later, Aiden was reunited with his grandparents. Alex Stone, ABC News, Highland Park, Illinois. WMBF First News Time, 634. A Broome County jury is considering the fate of a Binghamton man charged with murdering one woman and wounding another in a shooting at an apartment building in Conklin on August 7th, 2020. Jurors in the trial of 47-year-old Lance Johnson have been hearing testimony for the past week. Johnson is charged with the murder of 38-year-old Allison Salisbury of Binghamton and the attempted murder of Shannon Brooks of Conklin. New York State Police were called to an apartment complex at 1205 Conklin Road shortly before 1230 a.m. on August 7th of 2020 and found Salisbury dead at the scene and the then 42-year-old Brooks with a gunshot wound to her hand. She was taken to Wilson Memorial Regional Medical Center in Johnson City for treatment. Brooks was among those giving testimony over the past several days in Johnson's murder, attempted murder trial. After his arrest by Binghamton police, Johnson had additionally been charged with criminal use of a firearm, two counts of criminal possession of a weapon, tampering with physical evidence, and stalking. At the time, the Broome County District Attorney Attorney's office said Johnson had been stalking Brooks in the weeks prior to the women being shot with a semi-automatic handgun. Johnson was indicted in early September 2020. A conviction on the murder count could result in a sentence of to life in prison without parole. New York has no death penalty. Closing arguments in the case were delivered yesterday afternoon, and the jury was being given the case shortly before the court was due to adjourn for the day. WMBF First News Time, 635. The Binghamton Community Policing and Crime Prevention Program in Tioga County Soil and Water Conservation District are among over a dozen projects submitted for over $27 million in federal funds by Congresswoman Claudia Tenney that are approved by the House Appropriations Committee. The Binghamton Crime Prevention Program is being awarded $864,078. The Tioga Upper Susquehanna Watershed Community Project is getting $1,580,628. Also approved were two point eight million dollars for the city of Norwich water main replacement project and 2.9 million dollars for Cortland rural mental health facility capital project it's 636 where news breaks first news radio 1290 wmbf wmbf.com and 92.1 fm welcome to the Six thirty-seven here at WMBF on this Thursday, July seventh. 
Should be a pretty nice day out today. I'm excited. Feels like we've we've had a lot of crazy weather since I got here. Actually, my first week here, I went to. I was here for like three days. Went to Walmart to go food shopping, and it was the day that that hailstorm came through, knocked out pretty much all the power in Vestal, uh, including in the Walmart. While I was in it, that was pretty creepy. I don't think you ever really want to see a giant grocery store chain at night with all the lights off. That's funny. I asked uh, the the town supervisor when he was in or called in one of these uh, past times, Mr. Schaefer, about what is it with Vestal? I mean, it's not like it's Susquehanna, Pennsylvania. Why is Vestal always losing power? And there's a whole big thing about aging infrastructure and everything. He, he, he keeps getting his power out, too. So it's not anything that's targeting anybody in specific. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah, I feel like I I actually do lose power a lot. In yeah. this. I, don't think, I mean, I've only been here for a month. I've lost power three times. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's and that's only something that's fairly new this year because I don't remember Vestal always being, you know, it's usually Whitney Point and Lyle and you know Hancock and things like that. It's not. Yeah, well, whatever. But yeah, we didn't when we were camping last week. We you know we had some storms come through, but nothing. And usually. Penelac and Cavillac or whatever it is down there, they're always without power. I mean, they don't feed the hamsters running the exercise wheel or something. But uh, we didn't lose power. We didn't have hail. It missed us entirely. That's nice. <laughs> the hail hail is, is wild because it always yeah. comes, I feel like it comes when it's like hot out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which yeah. makes no sense to me from, you know. For it I'm, being ice. <laughs> yeah. I'm not exactly a scientific person, but, uh, you know. Why is I remember a hailstorm? I must have been like thirteen or fourteen years old. I was at the the town pool with my cousin, and there was no coverings at the town pool. It was just wide open, and you know, houses, rural neighbor, not rural, but suburban neighborhood. So like an, another mile before you get to like a business or anything, and it's the middle of July, a beautiful day. It's like eighty something degrees, and all of a sudden, like, it starts getting cloudy, and we say, okay, it might be time to like start getting ready to leave the pool. It looks like it's going to rain, and then ice starts falling down at our heads. And we're all, you it know, hurts, sitting, doesn't it? Yeah, we're standing there in our bathing suits, like no shirts. We're carrying towels, backpacks, and we're sprinting through this suburban neighborhood because we don't have anywhere to like hide from the hail. It's just coming down and pelting well, us. At in least the head. we don't get hail like the Midwest, where it's like you know baseball size. We had some last year, last summer that I want to say was about the size of a quarter. And that's when you start to get concerned about damage to your vehicle that's yeah. out. That was, that was a, about the size of the hail that we got a couple weeks ago. I got to look back. My my roommate took a video of it, yeah. of, of the hail pelting our porch. I know that I some of the car dealerships that have been advertising that they've got specials on their vehicles for hail damage that's just, you know, purely cosmetic and you get a discount on, on, you know, on the cars. But, you know, they can, you know, smash your windshields and everything else. There was a few times that... There have been some pretty nasty hailstorms. I'm just kind of watching the vehicles and keeping fingers crossed. Yeah. No, I was I mean, I was do. standing in Walmart during this and they've got the the skylights all the way up on the roof and yeah. I was like watching the hail hit it and listening to it. I'm like, I'm kinda of worried that that glass is gonna break <laughs> and that hail is coming in here along with shards of glass falling from the ceiling. It was pretty scary. We we don't get bad, bad, bad weather, but we get our share of some interesting Baba, I'm sure, has told you the tornado stories, I think. so. Excuse me? Oh, tornadoes? Yeah. We get tornadoes here? Yeah. It took, Are we in it Iowa? Took, it took Channel 34 off the air for... You know, oh, I did hear about that. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, I thought I thought you were about to tell me that tornadoes were a regular thing here. No, we get tornado watches, but that just okay. means that there is the potential, the potential for them. Yeah, yeah I mean, no, if, if there were regular tornadoes here, I'd be no, walking it's down not Annie M. And you know, yeah, I'd be walking down to hand in my resignation letter and going back to Long <laughs> Island if if it was like a two, three, four times a year thing that we no, get we, giant we, tornadoes. No, like, keep I'm an out, eye out, out because there it's a it can happen, but yeah. That's one thing that's nice about this area is we don't get the really crazy stuff except, you know, no, the just the winter. The winter storms, yeah. yeah. It's 642 here on WMBF. Individual rates. WMBF. You're listening to WMBF. I'm James Kelly along with Kathy White. 644 here at WMBF studios and all across the East Coast. Time for another update on traffic and weather. New York State Department of Transportation is advising motorists that State Route 17 westbound between exits 70 and 69 in the town of Union will be reduced to a single lane for pothole repair from 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. That runs from Sunday, July 10th through Tuesday, July 12th. And they're also advising that there could be possible minor delays on New York State Route 201 in Johnson City due to single-lane nighttime closures in both directions from Riverside Drive to State Route 17 for bridge work, running from 8 p.m. to 7 a.m. from last night through Thursday, July 14th. So give yourself a little extra time to get to work over the next week or so if you take Route 201. National Weather Service forecasts. It's about 60 degrees here in downtown Binghamton right now. Today, patchy fog before 8 a.m., otherwise mostly sunny with a high near 81 degrees. Tonight, mostly cloudy with a low around 63. Friday, slight chance of showers after 1 p.m., but mostly sunny with a high near 83. Chance of rain is 20%. Friday night, partly cloudy with a low around 58 degrees. Saturday and Sunday should be very nice here in Binghamton. Sunny with a high near 79 degrees on Saturday. Saturday night, mostly clear with a low around 52. Sunday, sunny with a high near 80. And Sunday night, mostly clear with a low around 55. Might head out to Whitney Point Lake this weekend since it's going to be so nice. Now that I know it exists, came across Whitney Point Lake. Didn't know it was there until I ran that story about the accessible kayak boat launch yesterday met some fun people up there looks like a really beautiful area i do kind of want to check it out this weekend i might do that 646 here on wmbf river walk up Six you're listening to wmbf i'm james kelly with kathy white time for a sports update Aaron Judge and Aaron Hicks hit grand slams as the New York Yankees drilled the Pittsburgh Pirates 16 to nothing. Judge became the first Yankees player to hit 30 home runs before the All-Star break twice when he turned on a pitch from former Yankees reliever Manny Benuelos in the eighth and sent it screaming into left field seats for his third career grand slam. Aaron Hicks followed in the ninth with a grand slam of his own. Giancarlo Stanton, Josh Donaldson, Joey Gallo, and Kyle Higashioka also homered for New York as the Yankees collected a season-high 22 hits. And starter Luis Severino scattered four hits over six innings to earn his first victory in over a month. For the Mets, Brandon Nimmo's three-run homer capped a five-run tenth inning 
and the New York Mets came from behind late to beat the Cincinnati Reds 8-3. Starling Marte grounded an RBI double over third base off Hunter Strickland with one out in the ninth inning, scoring Brandon Nimmo from first to tie the game at three. And Dominic Smith's double off Dari Moretta drove home pinch runner Ender Inciarte from second base with the go-ahead run in the 10th, and James McCann delivered an RBI single before Nimmo went deep. Pete Alonzo went four for five with a double. Nimmo had three hits and scored three times from the leadoff spot as New York remained two and a half games ahead of second place Atlanta. For the Reds, Nick Senzel hit a two-run homer. They are in last place right now. Binghamton Rumble Ponies had another rough game yesterday. They lost to the Portland Sea Dogs by a score of 12 to 5. Got a home run from Wyatt Young. Vargas gave up four runs in five and a thirds innings, seven runs total, four earned. Influences ERA to 858. It's a high number. Time for some business news as well. Senate Democrats want to boost taxes on some high earners and use the money to extend the solvency of Medicare. It's the latest step in their attempt to craft a scaled-back version of the economic package that collapsed last year and then push it through Congress this summer. Democratic aides tell the Associated Press they expect to submit their Medicare plan to the chamber's parliamentarian in the coming days. They've already done that with other provisions aimed at reducing prescription drug costs. This is the latest sign that Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer of New York and Democratic Senator Joe Manchin of West Virginia are moving towards a compromise. The Biden administration says it'll spend nearly $1 billion to upgrade airports around the country. The Federal Aviation Administration said Thursday the money will go to 85 airports. The projects include $60 million to upgrade the terminal and bag handling system at the Denver airport and $50 million apiece for Boston's Logan Airport and Orlando International Airport in Florida. The main airports in Detroit and Philadelphia will get more than $20 million each to renovate restrooms. The grants are the first installments in $5 billion of airport spending, included in a huge infrastructure bill President Joe Biden signed last year. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg touts the spending, saying American airports need it. 6.52 here at WMBF. Coming up next... We'll have Kim Commando, then another check on traffic and weather. First. News Radio 1290, 6.54 here at WMBF, and now it's time for Kim Commando. Yesterday, Apple offered up a global $2 million wager. The company is saying, we bet $2 million that no one, no researcher and no government, can break through the iPhone's new lockdown mode. Here's what you need to know. I'm Kim Commando, brought to you by T-Mobile. Their advanced network now goes farther than ever before. Visit T-Mobile.com slash 55 today. Lockdown mode was developed to protect high-profile users, politicians, judges, journalists, and activists against state-sponsored hackers. It does this by turning off most preview features in iMessage and also other apps. It blocks all wired connections, preventing the phone's data from being copied. It prevents new configuration files from also being installed. And it shuts down FaceTime and all software updates. But you don't have to be a high-profile user to get lockdown mode. Apple will release it to everyone who uses an iPhone at no charge this fall. I post breaking tech news 24-7 at my website. That's commando.com. 
K-O-M-A-N-D-O.com. You probably already know that there are data brokers out there selling your internet data off to companies that serve you targeted ads. But you might be surprised to learn that they're also selling your information to the Department of Homeland Security and the IRS. That's why, to mask my digital footprints, I use ExpressVPN. One of the easiest ways for brokers to aggregate data and tie it back to you is through your device's unique IP address. When you're connected to ExpressVPN, your IP address is hidden, making it much more difficult for data brokers to identify who you are. ExpressVPN also encrypts 100% of network traffic to keep your data safe from hackers on public Wi-Fi. That's why I have ExpressVPN on all my devices, my phone, computer, and even my home Wi-Fi router. Just one tap and I'm protected. It's that easy. Visit expressvpn.com slash Kim right now and get three extra months free through my special link. That's expressvpn.com slash Kim, expressvpn.com slash Kim. Join Mark Patrick. Six fifty-seven. Last check on traffic and weather before the seven o'clock hour starts. Morning commuters, possible minor delays on New York State Route two hundred one in Johnson City due to single lane nighttime closures in both directions from Riverside Drive to State Route seventeen for bridge work from eight p.m. to seven a.m. That'll run through last night through Thursday night, July fourteenth. And State Route 17 westbound between exits 70 and 69 in the town of Union, Broome County, will be reduced to a single lane for pothole repair from 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. That's Sunday, July 10th through Tuesday, July 12th. Weather, patchy fog before 8 a.m. Tonight, mostly cloudy with the low around 63. Friday, slight chance of showers after 1 p.m. Friday night, partly cloudy with the low around 58. Saturday and Sunday should be nice around 80 degrees. You're listening to WMBF. In this is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. Coming up now, ABC News, 7 o'clock. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It's 7.04. We've had some fog settle in to the River Valley area, so be aware of that if you have an early morning commute. That could be causing some visibility issues. Of course, the general rules apply. Slow down. You have your headlights on low beam so people can see you and you can be seen. Also, waiting today for that to clear out, we'll have partly cloudy skies and a high today getting into the lower 80s. A boil water order is in effect for some portions of the city of Binghamton and the town of Dickinson due to a water main break on the west side of Binghamton. City officials say the break on Thomas Road was discovered yesterday morning and repairs were made due to concerns about the potential of bacterial intrusion into the system. The city of Binghamton, the town of Dickinson, and Broome County Health Department issued a boil water order for an area around the Binghamton-Dickinson line. Residents and businesses in the impacted neighborhoods are advised to bring all water to a boil and let it boil for one minute. Let it cool before using. Bottled water certified by the New York State Department of Health can also be used. Boiled or bottled water should be used for drinking, making ice, brushing teeth, washing dishes, and food preparation until further notice. Officials say residents will be informed when bacteriological tests show that no harmful bacteria are present and you will no longer need to boil your water. 
For more information, residents can contact the City of Binghamton, Town of Dickinson, or the Broome County Health Department at 778-2887. If you want a complete look at the listing of the streets in the City of Binghamton and the Town of Dickinson affected, we have that listed on our website, wmbf.com. One Binghamton man is headed to prison on drug charges, while another, sentenced this week, is being placed on probation. The Broome County District Attorney's Office says 28-year-old Joseph Santee has been sentenced to three years in New York State Prison after being arrested on June 18th of last year during a search of a Schubert Street apartment where Santee had various narcotic pills as well as methamphetamine and fentanyl that he was planning to sell. Santee pleaded guilty to felony criminal possession of a controlled substance. In addition to the prison time, Santee was sentenced to two years post-release supervision. The case against Santee only involves the Schubert Street bust this past January. Broome County Sheriff's Corrections officials said that Santee was found to have heroin, suboxone, and other narcotics in his possession during intake while he was being booked into the county jail on a warrant. He was charged with felony promoting prison contraband and drug possession in that incident. Meanwhile, 44-year-old Demetrius Drummond, who was arrested on June 24, 2020, then arrested again a year later for drug possession, is avoiding jail time. Instead, he's been given five years probation following his guilty plea to one felony count of drug possession. A raid at Drummond's home on Tremont Avenue in 2020 turned up crack cocaine and fentanyl. In addition to four felony counts of criminal possession of a controlled substance at the time, Drummond was also charged with three misdemeanor counts of criminally using drug paraphernalia. In June of 2020, Drummond was arrested again and charged with criminal possession of a controlled substance. WMBF First News Time 707. A fully accessible playground and boat launch is now open for business in a popular northern Broome County Park. County officials yesterday officially opened Dorchester Park's new facilities in Whitney Point that can be enjoyed by people with other abilities and challenges. In addition to the accessible playground, the park now features an Americans with Disabilities Act kayak launch and a beach wheelchair available to make Whitney Point Lake more accessible for people who previously may have struggled to enjoy everything the park has to offer. There are expectations that the fairly rare accommodations will not only serve Broome County residents, but also visitors from outside the area. In opening the playground and boat launch, Broome County Executive Jason Garner said, quote, visitors from all across Broome County and even in other counties come to this park to boat, swim, fish, and play here. In 2019, Broome County's departments of planning, Public Works and Parks Recreation and Youth worked together to develop the Broome County Parks Plan. As part of the public input, planners heard wishes that facilities could be more accessible and age-friendly. The project was funded through a New York State grant. WMBF First News Time 708. New York environmental officials are reminding residents and visitors to waterways across the state, be careful to not spread aquatic animals and plants that damage local ecosystems and threaten indigenous flora and fauna. If you use a boat on New York waterways, there are some things to keep in mind and perform to keep things like zebra mussels at bay. The DEC outlines six steps. Check Clean, drain, dry, disinfect, and visit your local boat steward that are there to protect New York's waterways located at various boat launches throughout the state. The whole thing is, each step is described in detail on the New York State DEC website, and we have a link to that at our website, WMBF.com. It's 7.09, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. I tend to. 
7-Eleven here at WMBF. You're listening to First News with me, James Kelly, and Kathy White. Time for a check on traffic and weather. Right now, the New York State Department of Transportation is advising of possible minor delays on New York State Route 201 in Johnson City due to single-lane nighttime closures in both directions from Riverside Drive to State Route 17 for bridge work from 8 p.m. to 7 a.m., running from last night through Thursday, July 14th. They're also advising that motorists that State Route 17 westbound between exits 70 and 69 in the town of Union will be reduced to a single lane for pothole repair from 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. from Sunday, July 10th through Tuesday, July 12th. National Weather Service forecast for Binghamton. Right now, about 58 degrees and partly cloudy. In downtown Binghamton, humidity is 97%. Today, patchy fog before 8 a.m., otherwise mostly sunny with a high near 81 degrees. Tonight, mostly cloudy, low around 63 degrees. Tomorrow, slight chance of showers after 1 p.m., but mostly sunny with a high near 83 degrees, and chance of rain is about 20%. Friday night, partly cloudy with a low around 58 degrees, north wind around 5 miles per hour. Saturday and Sunday should be beautiful. Saturday, Sunday with a high near 79 degrees. Saturday night, mostly clear with a low around 52. Sunday, sunny with a high near 80 degrees. And Sunday night will be mostly clear with a low around 55 degrees. You're listening to First News on WMBF. It's 712. Seven fifteen here at WMBF. Time for a sports update. Aaron Judge and Aaron Hicks hit grand slams as the New York Yankees drilled the Pittsburgh Pirates sixteen nothing. Judge became the first Yankees player to hit thirty home runs before the All Star break twice when he turned on a pitch from former Yankees reliever Manny Benuelos in the eighth, sent it screaming into left field for his third career grand slam. Hicks followed in the ninth with a grand slam of his own. Giancarlo Stanton, Josh Donaldson, Joey Gallo, and Kyle Higashioka also homered for New York as the Yankees collected a season-high 22 hits. Luis Severino scattered four hits over six innings to earn his first victory in over a month. For the Mets, Brandon Nimmo's three-run homer capped a five-run tenth inning, and the New York Mets came from behind late to beat the Cincinnati Reds 8-3. to Starling Marte grounded an RBI double over third base off Hunter Strickland with one out in the ninth inning, scoring Nimmo from first to tie the game at three. Dominic Smith's double off Dari Moretta drove home pinch runner Ender Inciarte from second base with the go-ahead run in the tenth. James McCann delivered an RBI single before Nimmo went deep. Pete Alonso went four for five with a double. Nimmo had three hits and scored three times from the leadoff spot as New York remained two and a half games ahead of second-place Atlanta. Nick Senzel hit a two-run homer for the last-place Reds. Binghamton Rumble Ponies lost by a score of 12-5 yesterday to the Portland Sea Dogs. Got a home run from Wyatt Young. RBIs from Beatty Ritter and the home run from Young. Vargas gave up four earned runs, seven total, in five and a third innings of work. His ZRA is now in 8.58. A bit of a rough stretch for the Binghamton Rumble Ponies following Francisco Alvarez's call-up to AAA Syracuse. 
Locally, from July 8th to 10th at the BAGSAI Softball Complex, Blue Chip Softball will host the 25th Stop DWI Tournament of Champions Fast Pitch Event. Broome County will play host to 70 teams from as far as Florida for the event. Besides the 70 teams, approximately 48 colleges will be in attendance to recruit the student-athletes for their softball programs. Event starts at 11 a.m. on Friday and then 8 a.m. on Saturday and Sunday. Listening to WMEF, it's 718. In September... Seven twenty here on WMBF. Time for Wall Street Now with Jim Ryan. From ABC News, Wall Street Now. Investors digesting the minutes from last month's meeting at the Federal Reserve, where interest rates got a bump of three quarters of one percent, gave stocks a boost as well. The Dow Jones picked up 69 points yesterday to land just over 31,000. The Nasdaq added 0.3%. The S&P hit the closing bell up 0.4%. Gas prices are poised to possibly fall fast. Gasoline futures are down nearly 10% amid fears that a recession could slice into demand. It's the biggest one-day drop in 16 weeks. Shell Oil, meanwhile, plans to build a major hydrogen plant in the Netherlands. It's being billed as Europe's largest renewable hydrogen plant, Operations are expected to start in 2025. American Airlines pilots who were able to drop scheduled flights because of a software glitch, only to have those flights reinstated, will be paid for their trouble. A triple pay for those trips in a negotiated contract with the union. Jim Ryan, ABC News. Welcome to... Seven twenty-two on WMBF. Now time for some political insights. Now your political insights from ABC News. President Biden called the wife of WNBA player Brittany Griner, who's detained in Russia, pledging to win her release. On Twitter, the sister of Paul Wieland, another American detained in Russia, says she's crushed. Elizabeth Wieland says Paul's written hundreds of letters over three years with no presidential response. The COVID relief bill Congress passed more than a year ago contains $90 billion to help bail out multi-employer union pensions that could have run dry during the pandemic, so retirees now won't have to keep working. I promised you I'd be the most pro-labor, pro-union, pro-worker president in our history. The president reminding Ohio workers that no Republican voted for his American Rescue Plan, and he's warning that those same Republicans are promising to cut Social Security and raise their taxes. Congress taking the week off, but not the January 6th committee. They will interview former Trump White House counsel Pat Cipollone in a recorded deposition tomorrow. The next public hearing next Tuesday. Andy Field, ABC News. Big news out of the White House this week. A lot of crazy stuff going on. Let's see when the next 1-6 committee hearing is. Sounds like they're getting a lot of extra testimony in the wake of the 11th. The 11th. Yeah, in the wake of the Cassidy Hutchinson testimony. 724 here on WMBF. Genuine Z. News Radio 1290 WMBF. 726 on WMBF. I'm James Kelly with Kathy White. Time for another traffic and weather update. New York State Department of Transportation 
Mons Morning commuters to know that there could be possible minor delays on New York State Route 201 in Johnson City due to single-lane nighttime closures in both directions from Riverside Drive to State Route 17 for bridge work from 8 p.m. to 7 a.m. That will run from last night through Thursday night, July 14th. The Department of Transportation is also advising motorists that State Route 17 westbound between exits 70 and 69 in the town of Union will be reduced to a single lane for pothole repair from 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. and runs from Sunday, July 10th through Tuesday, July 12th. So give yourself a little extra time to get to work in the morning. Right now it's about 60 degrees in downtown Banton. Humidity, a very high 97%. Today, patchy fog before 8 a.m., otherwise mostly sunny with a high near 81 degrees. Tonight, mostly cloudy with a low around 63. Friday, a slight chance of showers after 1 p.m., but mostly sunny with a high near 83. Chance of rain is 20%. Friday night, partly cloudy with a low around 58 degrees. And Saturday and Sunday, it's going to be real nice. Saturday, Sunday with a high near 79 degrees. Saturday night, mostly clear with a low around 52. Sunday, Sunny with a high near 80, and Sunday night mostly clear with a low around 55. Well, perfect weekend for getting about and about and doing things. That's time for an entertainment update from ABC. ABC Entertainment News. British pop icon Kate Bush is still enjoying a global resurgence in popularity after her 1985 hit Running Up That Hill was featured in season four of Stranger Things. Could Metallica be next? The band's 1986 thrash metal classic Master of Puppets is also featured in a pivotal Stranger Things scene, something the band writes left them feeling, quote, beyond psyched. You can watch the episode now on Netflix. That's how we did it in the 90s, son! 28 years after the original cult classic comedy, writer-director Kevin Smith's back with the second sequel to Clerks. The trailer just dropped, featuring the OG cast plus an armload of celebrity cameos. Clerks 3 will hit theaters two nights only in September. Fight or we die. While you're at it, check out Viola Davis as a warrior chief on the first trailer for The Woman King. That one debuts September 16th. And Ringo stars 82 Thursday. I'm Christopher Watson, ABC News. Join Mark Patrick. This is WNBS First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It's 58 degrees at 731. The forecast for today, some patchy fog. That's beginning to set up some more in the usual trouble spots in the river valleys. So be aware of that. Otherwise, it's mostly sunny skies for today and a high in the low 80s. A new report on the Uvalde Elementary School massacre in Texas says a police officer had a chance to open fire on the gunman but missed it while waiting for permission. The report also says some of the 21 victims at Robb Elementary School likely could have been saved on May 24th had they gotten the medical attention they needed sooner. It's been a painful several hours and a lot of defiance pouch stancing by the British Prime Minister before finally he has reportedly caved in agreeing to resign. According to various British media outlets, Boris Johnson has run out of time and his tenure is over. He is submitting a resignation letter ending a 
unprecedented political crisis that's been hanging over him. Over 50 ministers and advisors had quit the government and told him to get out. Last night, apparently, he slept on it and now making the final decision. Today, the ruling conservative party now has to choose a new leader, and that could take several weeks. One of the former police officers convicted in the death of George Floyd is being sentenced today under the deal that Derek Chauvin could serve more time overall in the state system alone. He could become entitled to parole after about 15 years, but be moved to another prison. Former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin was already sentenced to 22 and a half years in state court for the murder of George Floyd. And today he'll be sentenced in federal court for violating Floyd's civil rights. Chauvin made a plea deal in December, agreeing to a 20 to 25 year sentence. Prosecutors won 25 years, saying this murder was in cold blood, while Chauvin's defense is asking for 20, saying he accepts responsibility. As part of the deal, he would serve both sentences after the same time but in federal prison which could have more favorable conditions lionel moyes abc news wmbf first news time 733 a broom county jury is considering the fate of a binghamton man charged with murdering one woman and wounding another in a shooting at an apartment building in conklin on August 7th, 2020, jurors in the trial of 47-year-old Lance Johnson have been hearing testimony for over a week. Johnson is charged with the murder of 38-year-old Allison Salisbury of Binghamton and the attempted murder of Shannon Brooks of Conklin. New York State Police were called to an apartment complex at 1205 Conklin Road shortly before 1230 a.m. on August 7th, 2020, and found Salisbury dead at the scene and the then 42-year-old Brooks with a gunshot wound to her hand. She was taken to Wilson Hospital in Johnson City for treatment. Brooks was among those giving testimony over the past several days in the Johnson's murder, attempted murder trial. After his arrest by Binghamton Police, Johnson was turned over to the state police. He had additionally been charged with criminal use of a firearm, two counts of criminal possession of a weapon, tampering with physical evidence, and stalking. At the time, the Broome County District Attorney's Office said Johnson had been stalked Brooks in the weeks prior to those women being shot with a semi-automatic handgun. Johnson was indicted in early September 2020. A conviction on the murder count could result in a sentence of to life in prison without parole. New York has no death penalty. Closing arguments in the case were delivered yesterday afternoon and the jury was being given the case shortly before court was due to adjourn for the day. WMBF First News Time 734. The Binghamton Community Policing and Crime Prevention Program and Tioga County Soil and Water Conservation District are among over a dozen projects submitted for over $27 million in federal funds by Congresswoman Claudia Tenney. The Binghamton Crime Prevention Program is being awarded $864,078. The Tioga Upper Susquehanna Watershed Community Project is getting $1,580,628. Also approved were $2.8 million for the City of Norwich Main Water Replacement Project and $2.9 million for Cortland Rural Mental Health Facility Capital Project. The largest of the House Appropriation Committee awards submitted by Tenney was $4,152,000 for the Village of Oneida Castle Sanitary Sewer Collection System. The 22nd District Republican says 14 projects were selected for funding following consultation with community leaders and a review of the submitted projects. 
A news release from Tenney's office says the selected projects will benefit communities across New York's 22nd District through supporting the local police, ensuring access to clean water infrastructure, improving facilities for mental health, service, and more. Tenney's office says there were more than 100% set, 100 requests sent in for 15 available slots. Tenney is running for election under redistricting in the region in a new district that will not include Broome County. It's 736 where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WMBF, WMBF.com and 92.1 FM. Almost three. Seven thirty-eight. You're listening to WMBF with me, James Kelly, and Kathy White. Pretty quiet start to the morning so far. Haven't heard of anything too crazy going on. I mean, not in this country, at least. Well, I guess that's true. No crazier than usual. Things are usually a little bit crazy around here. Excited to go back out to Dorchester. 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 I think it's Dorchester. Back to Dorchester Park this weekend. I'm de- I, I think I'm going to have to commit to that. I got to do something. I got to do something this weekend with weather that's going to be this nice. I can't just sit around and watch television in the apartment. So, how'd you like your field trip? It was a very enjoyable field trip. <laughs> very enjoyable. It wasn't a field trip. It was actually an assignment. You actually were out covering a story. Yeah. Well, it, it felt like a field trip. Did you catch any while you were out there? Did I, did I catch any what? Crappy. They're fish. Oh, no. That's we have no. the annual Crappy Derby. It's an ice fishing tournament out on Whitney Point Lake out at Dorchester Park. Yeah, no. New Yorker, Kathy. New Yorker. <laughs> a lot of I'm New Yorkers go novice. upstate. You know that vast wasteland that's anything outside of the boroughs? <laughs> yeah. That, you mean all of it, all of We have the Capital District. We have set, Central upstate. New York. We have the North Country. It's not all just we, upstate. We call it upstate from know, where I'm it from. it really irks me. Yeah. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm actually, I'm not much of a fisher for someone who grew up like 30 seconds from the beach. I'm not much of a fisher. See, the, the only fishing that I ever did was um, saltwater fishing. My uncle and aunt had uh, a place down in Newport Ritchie, Florida. And my uncle had a boat. We used to go out fishing on the Gulf of Mexico. But that's the only fishing I ever really did. But, yeah, yeah I mean, the, the East Branch and the West Branch of the Delaware River, very big for trout fishing in the you know April 1st when it starts trout season. And that is all downstaters that come up and, you know, just totally flood the area. For yeah, we probably, we probably have no trout on Long Island. There's probably no in, trout in the down supermarket. There. You do. Yeah. Somebody we got farms. Has, we got told trout me farms. I asked you if you knew where milk comes from yet. If I know where milk comes from, we had a guy who worked here uh, years and years ago. His name was Barry Shapiro, and he was afraid of cows. And he says, "No, milk comes from the Seven Eleven, and that's, that's as far as he was concerned. <laughs> that was where milk came." Technically, from. technically, milk does come from the Seven Eleven. It's just not where it's originally from. <laughs> we don't have very many Seven Elevens left. Yeah, that's yeah. that's weird for me. Cause, uh, back on Long Island, there's a Seven Eleven like every three blocks. See, now we have the Marabados. Yeah, I mean, that's, it's basically the same thing on the inside. But I'll, starting to pop up. I'll say there are certain times, and I, I don't really get to experience these times anymore, and I mean certain times of the day, uh, since I'm waking up so early, that the only food that's open after a night of enjoying yourself at crowded restaurants, um, or the only thing that's open is 7-Eleven, 
And when that's all that's open, that's Seven Eleven pizza. It just it hits right. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. I know. But you know, you you spend all night at a restaurant drinking soda. And yes, <laughs> with something else mixed in with it. Yeah, and then you and then at the end of the night, you're like, hmm, I'm hungry, but it's four o'clock in the morning. Where so am I going to get some food? In Elmira, there was a, a, a what's now it's similar to what's now like a Denny's. Or uh, maybe a, like a, a combination of a Denny's and a Perkins, and that's where people used to go for the overnights. Yeah, I had a, a friend of mine just texted me to say, "You gotta, you gotta drag me for calling everything upstate, everything north of Westchester County. You I, gotta let me have it for that." Seriously, I mean, the, I gotta get used to that because people will get mad Western at me up New here. York, Northern New York, the North Country, the Adirondacks, the Capital District. Yeah, but see, where I'm from, it's all north. Yeah, I have to travel north at some point. New York City. Oh yeah, that's. I mean, that's basically what I was feeling until I got here, and now I'm in Binghamton, and I'm like, okay, this is the southern tier because it's yes. at the bottom of New York. Southern we got tier. the Capital District. That's where the capital is, and yes. I'm not going to call it that quite yet. But in my mind, I know it exists, so I'm, and, and, I'm still going to stick with upstate. And I like to just make sure that I include our friends in Pennsylvania, so it's the twin tiers. Twin tiers, yes, of course. We have Pennsylvania listeners, I'm sure, who, who are on the, the northern tier for, for them. We're apparently very family-oriented here with the triple cities and the twin tiers. Yeah, I, that I don't understand about Binghamton, why it's not just one big city, why it's all separate. I'll never, I don't understand that. From uh, someone with a city planning degree, it made no sense to me. Um, but, you know, I guess, you know, it was a very long time ago when cities really weren't that big, when Binghamton was like, hey, we're actually a major industrial leader in the area. Yes, they, yes, we were. Yeah. We'll get Jerry Smith here and give you some schooling. But, yeah, I think our, our communities have really stuck to their individualities, and so they don't want to be all lumped into Binghamton's problems. Yeah, of course not. Johnson City's problems. or Yeah. Whatever. 743 on WMBF. Tired of looking. Seven forty-five on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. Right now, you may be noticing some minor delays on New York State Route 201 in Johnson City due to single-lane nighttime closures in both directions from Riverside Drive to State Route 17 for bridge work from 8 p.m. to 7 a.m. That started last night and will run through Thursday, July 14th. New York State Department of Transportation is also advising motorists that State Route 17 westbound between exits 70 and 69 in the town of Union will be reduced to a single lane for pothole repair from 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. from Sunday, July 10th through Tuesday, July 12th. A check on weather right now, about 60 degrees in downtown Binghamton. Humidity is 97%, which is borderline oppressive. Today, patchy fog before 8 a.m., otherwise mostly sunny with a high near 81 degrees. Tonight, mostly cloudy with a low around 63. Friday, slight chance of showers after 1 p.m., mostly sunny with a high near 83. Chance of rain is 20%. Friday night, partly cloudy with a low around 58 degrees. Saturday and Sunday, it's going to be very nice outside. Sunny with a high near 79 on Saturday. Saturday night, mostly clear with a low around 52 Sunday, sunny with a high near 80 degrees, and Sunday night, mostly clear with a low around 55 degrees. You're listening to WMBF.
7.48 on WMBF. I'm James Kelly, and it's time for a sports update. Aaron Judge and Aaron Hicks hit grand slams as the New York Yankees drilled the Pittsburgh Pirates 16 to nothing. Judge became the first Yankees player to hit 30 home runs before the All-Star break twice when he turned on a pitch from former Yankees reliever Manny Benuelos in the eighth and sent it screaming into left field seats for his third career grand slam. Hicks followed in the ninth with a grand slam of his own. Giancarlo Stanton, Josh Donaldson, Joey Gallo, and Kyle Higashioka also homered for New York as the Yankees collected a season-high 22 hits. Luis Severino scattered four hits over six innings to earn his first victory in over a month. For the Mets, Brandon Nimmo's three-run homer capped a five-run tenth inning, and the New York Mets came from behind late to beat the Cincinnati Reds 8-3. Starling Marte grounded an RBI double over third base off Hunter Strickland with one out in the ninth, scoring Nimmo from first to tie the game at three. Dominic Smith's double off Dari Moretta drove home pinch runner Ender Inciarte from second base with the go-ahead run in the tenth. James McCann delivered an RBI single before Nimmo went deep, Pete Alonso went 4-for-5 with a double. Nimmo had three hits and scored three times from the leadoff spot as New York remained two and a half games ahead of second-place Atlanta. Nick Senzel hit a two-run homer for the last-place Reds. For the Binghamton Rumble Ponies, another rough night. They lost 12-5 to the Portland Sea Dogs, got a home run from Wyatt Young and RBIs from Beatty and Ritter. But a rough start for Vargas. Four earned runs, seven total on eight hits in five and a third innings pitched. This weekend, July 8th to 10th at the BAG SAI Softball Complex, Blue Chip Softball will host the 25th Stop DWI Tournament of Champions Fast Pitch event. Broome County will play host to 70 teams from as far as Florida for the event. Besides the 70 teams, approximately 48 colleges will be in attendance to recruit the student-athletes for their softball programs. The event starts at 11 a.m. on Friday and then at 8 a.m. on Saturday and Sunday. 7.50, you're listening to WMB Up. Up next, we got ABC Tech Trends. The Vestal... And a little business news before ABC Tech Trends. Federal Reserve officials were concerned at their meeting last month that consumers were starting to anticipate higher inflation, and they signaled that much higher interest rates could be needed to restrain it. The policymakers also acknowledged in minutes from their meeting released Wednesday that their rate hikes could weaken the economy, but they suggested that such steps were necessary to slow price increases back to the Fed's 2% annual target. The Fed officials agreed that the central bank needed to raise its benchmark interest rate to restrictive levels that would slow the economy's growth and recognize that an even more restrictive stance could be appropriate if inflation persisted. That's time for ABC Tech Trends. From ABC News Tech Trends, smartphone gaming is hot right now, and Asus is hoping to fan the flames while also cooling them down. Android Authority's C. Scott Brown says the new Asus ROG Phone 6 and 6 Pro boast some high-end specs. It has a ton of RAM. Its display is huge and beautiful with one of the highest refresh rates we've ever seen on a smartphone. The phones are aimed at the gaming market, but playing games on your phone generates a lot of heat. Heat not only makes your hands sweat, but it also could affect the performance 
performance of the processor. Asus is hoping they've come up with a way around that cooling issue. Asus developed this cooling box, basically, that you snap onto the back of the phone that has a fan built in and literally will push the heat away from the phone. Brown says the market for phones like this is small, but growing. This is appealing to a certain type of consumer that takes gaming very seriously and wants something that can keep up with their gaming needs. With Tech Trends, I'm Dave Packer, ABC News. Big video game news. I'm a fan of video games. I'm not enough of a fan to have my own like setup computer and this really fancy setup with a lot of things like i've never needed to cool a gaming system because i've played video games so aggressively maybe i will maybe i will now that i have a little bit of extra time on my hands but you know one of the benefits of having a 6 a.m show is the 6 a.m show ends at nine nine o'clock in the morning when people are just getting to their offices i'm already done with half my day it's pretty nice 755 on wmbf Join Mark Patton's News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton, now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290, WNBF. New York State Department of Transportation is advising motorists that State Route 17 westbound between exits 70 and 69 in the town of Union will be reduced to a single lane for pothole repair from 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. That work's going to be happening Sunday, July 10th through Tuesday, July 12th. Also reminding motorists that fines are doubled for speeding in a work zone, so keep it chill if you're going through there. Today... Morning commuters may be noticing some minor delays on New York State Route 201 in Johnson City due to single-lane nighttime closures in both directions from Riverside Drive to State Route 17 for bridge work. It's running from 8 p.m. to 7 a.m. Started last night and running through Thursday night, July 14th. So give yourself a little bit of extra time over the next week or so to get to work if you take route 201 it's a pretty major road in binghamton so i'm assuming that some people listening right now have just received some valuable information that's going to prevent them from getting fired for being late to work national weather service forecast right now it's about 60 degrees in downtown binghamton humidity is 97 percent, and i am positive that i can still feel that even inside this air-conditioned office i can still feel that 97 percent feels like i'm walking through molasses out there today patchy fog before 8 a.m otherwise mostly sunny with a high near 81 degrees tonight mostly cloudy with a low around 63 friday slight chance of showers after 1 p.m mostly sunny with a high near 83 degrees The chance of rain will be about 20%. Friday night, partly cloudy with a low around 58 degrees. And it's shaping up to be an absolutely gorgeous weekend. Saturday, sunny with a high near 79 degrees. Saturday night, mostly clear with a low around 52 degrees. Sunday, sunny with a high near 80. And Sunday night, mostly clear with a low around 55 degrees. Got to take advantage of that nice weather this weekend. 
I'm still looking for things to do outside around here. So, you know, where I grew up, the thing to do outside in the summer was just to go to the beach. And there was no, nobody did anything else. You didn't, you know, go to a state park. You didn't go to a lake. You didn't, oh, I guess if one of your friends had a swimming pool, maybe you'd go in their swimming pool. But the thing to really do is just every weekend day, Saturday, Sunday, go to the beach. I used to live in an apartment that was a 30-second walk from the south shore of Long Island, which... Binghamton residents may not know that's where the good beaches are North Shore beaches where I grew up those are are very rocky and and they're a little rough to be around you know it's good for kayaking it's good for boating uh, but if you're just hanging out on the beach you know you got to wear shoes on the beach and nobody wants to do that because you're either going to ruin your shoes or if you go barefoot you're going to be stepping on rocks all day and that's not an enjoyable experience for anybody I mean I would still do that obviously we would still go to the beach but no the South Shore South Shore in Long Island is where it's at Spending a whole summer just being able to take a 30-second walk down to the ocean. Nice sun. which You know, for me, I'm Irish, so extra sunscreen. I should have just straight up invested in a sunscreen company with how much sunscreen I went through that summer living by the beach. It was rough. It was rough for me. But, you know, I'm an ocean guy. If you have any suggestions for me on what to do this weekend besides Whitney Point Lake, let me know. I'll go anywhere. Coming up next... ABC News and Kathy White.